Now, it is the second semi-final of the Eurovision Song Contest uh, tonight. And, of course, the contest is hosted uh, in Italy. Ireland are 10th on stage uh, with That's Rich. Uh, Henry McKean is in Turin Forest. Henry, what is the atmosphere like? Kieran Pronto from a hot Turin. It's 28 degrees. If Ireland win outright, it could cost Paddy Power a million euro. And we do hope to snatch a place in the finals. I saw Brooke in rehearsals just now. She was relaxed, confident and strong. Momentum is building. She's wandering around with a whiteboard because her voice is going. Her family met her last night after the jury performance. Here's Ireland's entry. That's rich. So we're here, we're here in Turin. I'm here with Ireland's entry, I'm here with Brooke. Brooke, how are you? This is chaos, this whole thing is unbelievable. It's crazy, like this is my first time being in the bubble and here at the Eurovision without actually being like singing or competing. Like I get to actually settle and let the energy <laughs> get used to this chaotic energy. Because you've done so many interviews, you have, I suppose, walked blue carpets, I understand. <laughs> you've been here for over a week. Uh, what are the Eurovision superfans and what, what is the, the experts, what are they saying, what, what's happening? I'm not really following that. I know that there's been a massive hype since the second semi-final rehearsal. Um, like, 20, my Spotify streams went up by 25%, which is a lot. Like, the song's been out for a while now, since February. and. Um, just really positive. Everyone's really happy for me because they've seen the progression from your song into where it's at now. And I think it's it's come a really long way. All right, yeah, that was broken. Listen, everybody is wishing her well uh, tonight. And I should mention, we've got Linda Martin, uh, a former winner of the Eurovision 30 years ago this week, three decades. That on an age the likes of you would be, Henry, I know. Uh, Linda's coming up a little <laughs> bit later in the show. Let Ukraine, I'm going to ask Linda about Ukraine. Let me ask you mm. a little bit about Ukraine. I mean, they're getting a huge amount of attention. It's expected there'll be this kind of solidarity vote. Understandable. I mean, they swept into the final from their semi-final the other night. The other acts, though, getting a bit of attention as, uh, as well, including the, this Norwegian entry. Yeah, you're right. Ukraine are getting a huge amount of attention, um, their delegation. And I did meet them, you know, during the week and they are favorites. But Subwoofer, they're the biggest band in the galaxy. They've got together 4.5 billion years ago. Their home planet is the moon. Their song is called Give That Wolf a Banana. And they look a little bit like Daft Punk, but banana stroke wolves. Let's hear their song. I went to night press conference with 500 other European journalists. Here is Norway. And before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. And before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. Give that wolf. Congratulations, dear wolves. I think this is the first time in history that we see wolves uh, in the finals of your Vision Song Contest. How do wolves celebrate a final ticket? We have found these uh, weird beverages, and uh, we really like them well. And also we're going to celebrate by uh, performing our song one more time on Saturday. 
I'm getting very mixed messages here now. Please, you tell me to put my shit together. We had an amazing time on the stage. It was so fun to do the song and do the choreography. And the DJ astronaut, he says hello. And uh, he really liked the Yum Yum Dancer number two today. He, you jumped so high. <laughs> it's so bull for there. The Norwegian at half banana half well, I don't really know what they are I'm not sure anyone does but they're entertaining that's what they are uh, uh, speaking of entertainment Mr. Entertainment himself you, you met Marty Whelan I did and things didn't get lost in translation we go back to the poolside in Tel Aviv in 2019 at Eurovision when I last met him I, I met you was actually uh, at a poolside in Tel Aviv in Tel Aviv that's right you were reclining on the on the wrong side of a pina colada if I remember correctly and um yeah, that was very different. The weather's the same. It's incredibly gorgeous here uh, in Chirvin. So how are you getting on? You've li you look at, you're literally a mobile studio. Look at all the equipment you have with you. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to actually meet you yesterday, but I ended up mm. in a pizzeria, and then I, I uh, had a pizza in a box. Anyway, long story short, I couldn't get through security, all because of a pizza. It was either Marty Whelan or a pizza, and the pizza won out. I'm sorry. You chose the pizza. And, and how long did the pizza last? Oh, it probably lasted... I ate it within five minutes. Did you? Good man. <laughs> You're ready for another one after that. Did you, did you get into the press centre eventually? I think you did. I, I did. I, I, I did. I, yeah, got through, I got through. I got through. But uh, Marty Whelan, yes, I mean, it, you know, it's fantastic to be here yes. at uh, the, the Eurovision. And, you know, tonight is a big night. It's the second semis. Yes. How are you feeling? How are you feeling well, about this is a that, this is a different. This is a different day compared to Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, because we're not in it, we're all very kind of uh, laissez-faire and enjoying life and it's all lovely. And it is. But when you're in it, there's a different mood in the camp because everybody's uh, uh, slightly tense, uh, more than slightly, and excited at the same time. This is a this is a big day. We haven't qualified for years, so it's it would be brilliant to qualify out of tonight into into Saturday. But she did a great performance last night in the rehearsal. Uh, we've seen her twice now, and she'll be at, there rehearsing again this afternoon. And she's given it everything, and she's only a little person. She's terrific. Brooke is just absolutely on on uh, on, on on the game here. She knows exactly what she's doing. I think she's fantastic. I think it's one of the best chances we've had in years. Now you might say to yourself, but you told me that in Tel Aviv. And that may be true, but this time I really do feel that we have a very good chance. I, I think there's some very good songs in here. There's more daftness than you could shake a stick at, but it's still a really good song that arrives um, uh, number 10. And she arrives um, and, and gives it welly. <laughs> yeah, great. And listen, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing Marty's views uh, tonight. Uh, he, he mentioned the daftness, Henry. Let's lean into some of the daftness because the fans super did, certainly did. The super fans in particular. I mean, you've been catching up with a few, I assume? Yeah, they are. They're like a cult. I mean, the super fans, they take it incredibly seriously. I mean, I would be a bystander compared. I met some of them at the Eurovision Village and at the arena. Remember, there's just 39 countries this year because Russia were kicked out because of the Ukrainian invasion. Uh, and they were the 40th country. Here are the super fans. The music, yeah. Or I think drink like some alcohol. <laughs> I think like uh, listening to other countries' music and how it's perceived in other countries, I think. What I like about Eurovision, maybe what I love about Eurovision, is that there don't seem to be too many rules. People, people, music, uh, food, 
Happiness. Viva, Viva l'Italia. Okay. So we've got Italians and we've got UK here. Yeah? We've got the Union Jack all over you. Tell us about your entry. Do you think this year the UK could do well? Has Brexit we, all been forgiven? Well, probably not. But and, I mean, I didn't vote for Brexit, so there we are. But um, we think it's brilliant. But and we know, we know it's going to finish the left-hand side just for a change. It's not going to win. Not going to win. You think you're not going to be last? Oh, definitely not. Left-hand side, guaranteed. <laughs> Probably Italy or Ukraine are going to be the winners. Absolutely. Exactly. And Moldova! Yay! Moldova to win! <laughs> Hi, my name is Neil Farron. I am a Belgian-based journalist for Eurovois.com, one of the largest Eurovision news sites in the world, but I am originally from Ireland. Can Ireland get out of the semi-finals? We're here at rehearsals, we're inside the arena, we've just watched all the other acts. It's fiercely competitive, isn't it? It, it is. Like, I, think, I think Brooke has massively stepped up since um, she was selected on the Late Late and she has a very big chance this year in this semi-final. The problem is that every other country in this semi-final also has a big chance. Like, it is fiercely competitive. The reaction from the press centre has been surprisingly good for us this year, so um, I'm crossing everything and hopefully, hopefully Brooke can make it through to the final on Saturday. All right, Henry. Well, let's talk about Brooke. I mean, be honest, will That's Rich get out of the semi-finals? Well, Kieran, um, remember uh, Derry. She's from Derry. That is technically part of the UK, meaning we will get perhaps 12 points from the UK. I also think we'll be getting a lot of votes from Poland because of the Irish-Polish connection. Well, the, so the, we UK, might... the UK, Henry, are often kind to us with their voting. I think we often get 10, 8, 10 or 12 points from mm. the Brits. We, we rarely return the favour, it has to be said. <laughs> It's very, very true. And I understand there's a lot of call centres, believe it or not, call centres up in Derry from across Europe. So maybe that will help as well, if I can say that. And we are fighting for the 10th place. We are, we're in for a fight, the best fight in years. But, but we've got to try and keep our, you know, our feet on the ground. Here is Marty Whelan again describing his favourite songs. Do you know a song I love? Um, I love the Icelandic song, which is a story of someone in a transition situation and it's a, it's a family of three sisters and a brother it's a wonderful story but the song is beautiful and their delivery is beautiful and it does all manner of topics being discussed here there'll be people washing their hands on the stage tonight pointlessly <laughs> well i mean there's a lot of ppe around i want to bring not not on the stage though <laughs> not on the stage when it comes to Ukraine. Ukraine have huge support, they huge do. momentum. Yes. Can anyone stop Ukraine winning or is the solidarity just too strong? I think I think there is, without question in Europe, of course, there's great sympathy for Ukraine. And I think that the public, in the audience in, in, in the hall on, on Tuesday night, the, the, the entire audience stood up when the Ukrainians were on. Remember, one member of that band isn't here. He's fighting in Kiev. And the guy who's the lead singer runs a volunteer group uh, for, for, for refugees, for his, for his fellow countrymen and women. So these are people who are in the middle of a war. I was saying on Tuesday, what are the chances of people in Ukraine watching the telly on Tuesday night? That just that sense of, it's so real. If electricity. They, uh, or if they have electricity. It's so real, isn't it? So I think they will get an enormous vote. I think the public will vote for them in droves, in tens of thousands. I think the jury might, the juries in each country, might say, well, okay, let's 
do something on merit here maybe to do with the song and that may change it we won't know obviously till Saturday night but they have a very good chance of course they have a very good chance of winning there's no question about it uh, and it's not a bad song and they're, they're great performers but there's no question emotion will play a part you're right Alright great to hear from Marty Whelan and great to hear from Henry Henry McKean is in Turin for us at the Eurovision uh, Brooke Scullion performing That's Rich in the semi-final tonight it is on RTE television at 8pm and today the public and jury votes will put 10 of those acts through to Saturday's final and we all hope that Brooke will be amongst them. Linda Martin I should say is going to be here a little bit later it is 30 years since Linda Martin won the Eurovision with Why Me and actually we've got a Eurovision themed edition of Let Me Explain the podcast with Sean Defoe uh, this week uh, he is asking why we are so Eurovision obsessed uh, in this country. It's available on the News Talk app powered by Go Loud or wherever you get your podcast